Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Chingo Chats. I am your host, Chingo Bling. We got producer Rob in the building. What up, everyone? Yo, Houston Improv, when does this drop, brother? This drops on Monday. Okay, so thank you to everyone that came out to the Houston Improv. Amazing shows. Uh, we just have Las Vegas, Nevada, November 11th, and Salt Lake City, November 18th. And that is it. And that is it, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to uh, do a lot more podcasting, a lot more content creation, and just mapping out what 2022 is going to look like. Hell yeah. So The simplest thing without killing them with notes this morning, mm-hmm. whenever, whenever they're listening to it, is patreon.com forward slash redpilltamales and the newsletter on chingobling.com. Because the tour is basically over, that's yeah. the main thing you need to focus on. That's Patreon, right. the podcast, the website newsletter, stay in the loop. Make yeah. sure you don't lose track. Stay ahead of the big tech censors. Support our free speech. Patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales. We do have an offer to shift over, um, I guess, our, uh, what would you call that? Our subscribers. Yeah, our audience. Yeah, the audience <clears throat> and subscribers to a different platform other than Patreon. So let us know what you think. Uh, we don't want to make it a pain in the ass to everyone that that did go through the motions of joining us and supporting us on Patreon. Um, who knows? Let us know, man. The offer, you know, it, it's very enticing. So maybe that's something we do for next year. But just want to put a bug in y'all's ear because I don't want to be Mr. Patreon, Patreon. Then all of a sudden, hey, by the way. Yeah, it's a little tough when you switch in the middle of like building something up, which yeah. we've been doing now for a year almost. The, day, the week after Thanksgiving will be a year. So I don't know what episode number that's going to land on, but uh, I'll look at it and maybe we can, you know. One year anniversary. Time. One year anniversary. Do something a little special. Yeah, man. Uh, we just knocked out an episode of Red Pill Tamales. We talked about a lot of stuff like Kyle Rittenhouse and the Virginia. The Red Go- Tsunami. Yeah, the Red Tsunami, the Virginia governor race, um, the shenanigans in New Jersey. Go check that out, especially if you're into politics. And even if you're not, give it a listen um, because, you know, we want people to kind of look at things a little different, not just fall for the okie doke. Yeah, I'm glad that we uh, we separated the feeds so that people that really dig the kind of casual convo, which we end up talking about politics on sometimes. anyway sometimes, yeah. just because it's all kind of intermingled. But um, last week, <laughs> I just spit it with my fucking mixer. Last week, I was laughing at when you came in with the glasses on and you were doing the pull-ups and you were... Pull-ups? Yeah, you went for a walk. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, got it, got yeah. it, got it, got it. Uh, just because you were, you, were you were literally on another planet for the first, like, 20 or 30 minutes of that episode. Yeah. Um, you don't do that often, but it's pretty funny. Well, you well, should. You well, probably should. Well, what it was, bro, is uh, for one, I hit the weed. Yeah, obviously. I forget I was. I forget I, why I was just frustrated. I forget what was going on. Well, in particular, it was a traffic that morning. You had to oh, yeah. I had to drop off my 13-year-old at school in Pearland. Then I had to come back, fight traffic, and a bunch of other stuff. And um, it was just one of those was like, I just need to hit the weed, go for a walk, hit that pull-up bar. Like, it's down the street. There's like a little park right there. Do you remember when they shut down? I mentioned that on stage in Irvine. Shout out to Irvine, California. I literally went on this quick little rant on stage, and I'm like, these people used bulldozers to put sand Mm. in the skate parks. I was like, they put caution tape 
on the swings and 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 the and the monkey bars and everything else. Yeah. I was like, the nerve of these people. I was like, I feel so bad for the kids. And uh, but anyway, that's Dude. more of an RPT type of discussion. It is. But back to the to the Irvine show. Just like, how does it feel being in that area after all this time? Like after everything that happened in 2020, if you have to answer that, go for it. No, I'm just doing a screenshot and I'm going to send it to, um, to Steve. Go ahead. No, yeah. Because, uh, you know, think about it. It's been a year almost and you toured, obviously, 2019 was, it's a whole, it was a whole different tour and a whole different vibe to go from 2019 to like post pandemic, you yes. know, post Trump world <clears throat> yes. in, in California. Just in general, in my life, yeah. it's like in 2019, I was doing the conservative closet. You know, I wasn't like, hey, guys, I'm not sold on Biden Harris. Is that OK to say that I voted for Trump? Um, but, dude, the show was packed Wednesday night, Irvine, California. You have to be pretty diehard, in my opinion. You have to, like, really care to be like, we're going to buy tickets. We're going to get a sitter. We're going to dress up. We're going to go to ATM. We're going to get an edge up. You know what I mean? Go get your outfit. Um, we're going to pay parking. I mean, Southern California traffic is no joke. I stayed in Ontario because that's where I flew in. I flew into Ontario airport, rented a car, got a room in Ontario. Um, so I flew in the day of the show. So it was just really like land, get the rental car, find the hotel, maybe grab a bite, maybe hit the gym, take a nap. And then it's like, get up, shower, get dressed. And it's like nowhere near showtime. Drive your ass to Irvine. Go now. Uh, Darren Carter was there from like at two in the afternoon. He's like, I live in Burbank. He's like, if I didn't leave when I left, he's like, I, he would have been like, Jerry, I'm on my way, Dick. Really? I'm on my way, Dick. I'm almost there. Dude, that California, I've only been one time to California. I went to like, it was like the West Hollywood area and it was for training, uh, on a machine that we had purchased for the crowd therapy facility. And I actually, I don't know if I ever told you the story, but when I went, it was a one day trip. Like I left Houston, I don't know, six, seven o'clock in the morning. I literally no bag, no nothing. I literally had a piece of paper to give to the the, the cryo like training facility where I was going, and nothing else. So when I'm bored, this is also bear in mind it was my first time on a plane. Oh, a lot of firsts, a lot of firsts. Mm-hmm. So first time on the plane, right? So I think I had Dawn or somebody help me with the whole thing. Um, actually, no, I didn't even know her yet. Somebody helped me at the time get the ticket, run me through the process, like this is what you're gonna do, you're gonna do the TSA thing. Like how early do I gotta get there? What do I need to show? All that stuff, right? So when I'm walking through, I guess it was the TSA and I was putting all my stuff in the little uh, container Mm -hmm. thing, took your shoes off, your belt, all that nonsense. Um, They're just looking at me completely just weirded out because I had nothing, I had nothing with me. I'm just getting on this plane. No luggage. Nothing, nothing. right? So anyway, I get there and land and I do the training there. I was probably, um, I was probably there like four or five hours. Well, how was the flight, first of all? The takeoff scared. The, it kind of scared me. I'd never because it's like, off. why are we going so fast? Yes. Why are we lifting? Yes, it was pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. But I just had to talk to myself because I'm not like an anxious person normally. Or but or, you have no control. You're just like in the sky. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. It was pretty crazy. And you don't know if the pilot is a, a Trump supporter. That's you true. don't know I if he's going to say, "Let's go, Brandon." <clears throat> yeah, I would have wanted an investigation immediately. You would have wanted to open up the door to the cockpit, brother. Immediately, I would have so, been that guy. So you landed, did the training. Yeah, I landed the training. But the place that I was uh, training at was a place that Rogan does his crowd that he would post about very regularly over the years. Over the last like ten years, this was a place that he would go to. <clears throat> I'm like, oh, I'd be cool if he was there when I went. You know, not that I'd want to interrupt him when he's in a fucking robe about to go freeze his ass off, but I might. So I did the training, did everything, went, had lunch at a place next door. It was really good. I don't remember what it was called. And I leave, and I'm going back to the airport, get an Uber, go back to the airport to fly back that same day. I came back to Houston that same afternoon, that same night. 
And as soon as I get into the Uber, I open my phone. Rogan had just walked in oh. to that fucking cryo place. Oh. I was like, man, you're the reason I started this business kind of thing. I just wanted to have that quick conversation with him. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, I flew back and, and that was that. Dude. Would you have pissed your pants if you had got to chop it up with Joe Rogan? It would have been pretty cool, man. The podcast lord. The the godfather, the podfather of it all, in my opinion. There's a couple people up there. Adam yeah. Curry, maybe. Adam Carolla. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it would have been pretty cool. I met him at the end of two of his shows before. Shook his hand and just said, wow. love the podcast. Visit on it as often as we can in Austin. He was like, very cool, man. Very cool. You know, thanks for the support. But this was obviously so long ago. He's not waiting for people now to you know shake their hands and take pictures. But... Early times. Especially now. Now he's like on a different stratosphere where they're actually doing like political hit jobs on him. Yeah. You got the, you know, the corporate media trying to label him as a crazy Trump tart <sighs> eating uh, horse paste. Horse paste. What if they would have been like, well, he, he uh, bathes in it as well. Uh, some people are saying that he takes baths in this horse paste. In the horse goo. To try this to, is uh, veterinarian medicine. To try I mean, he's off. taking medicine away from horses. Yeah, that's... That's very dangerous, Rob, to be encouraging this stuff. So, so L.A. has changed a lot. I, I haven't been into L.A. proper, like actual downtown, like that whole L.A., L.A., in a while, in a, long, in a really long time. See, and I didn't know what to expect. Like, I didn't know what West Hollywood is versus being anywhere, like Burbank or Irvine mm-hmm. or anything. I think, isn't Irvine kind of like suburbish? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so lately, that's where I've been going. I've been doing Brea, Oxnard, Ontario, Irvine. Which are all big clubs, right? But it's not like, what, what's in the epicenter other than the comedy store? Like, what's in those areas? Is what it you, like, what do you mean, what's in the epicenter? Yeah, like, what's in the, like, what, what clubs, like, what venues are in the belly of oh, the Oh, in beast? downtown LA? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you're going to have, obviously, um, like, uh, Laugh Factory. The Hollywood Improv, I guess. Hollywood Improv, which is a tiny little club, you know, the comedy store. If you go up north in Burbank, which isn't downtown LA anymore, you have Flappers. Um, what else? I'm drawing a blank. Ice House, I think that's Pasadena. Right. Which isn't also, that also isn't like downtown LA. But no offense, I don't, I, at my, my stage of life, you know, 42 and shit, you know, you, you got to start managing your energy, not your time. I, I hate traffic. So <laughs> I hate traffic. I don't like homeless people all up on me. Um, it's just the nature of a big city. It's just going to be old and kind of, some parts going to be really like dirty and old. But, you know, that's, that's the jungle. That's the concrete jungle. You're going to see graffiti, you know, Democrat-run city. You know, you're going to see some crime. You're going to see some, some gang shit. You know, a little prostitution. You know what I'm saying? I see a little drug dealing going on. I lived in L.A. for a whole year. Uh, I, was in, um, I was in the Burbs first six months, far. Way over there by near going towards Calabasas. Far as fuck. And then I lived in Eastlos for six months. Eastlos was great. Um, I loved it. But... Um, but just these days, it's like, man, with all the rules and the mandates and the masking and the this and the that and show your jab papers and you can't come in here and I can't do it. On top of traffic, no hombre, wey. Ni madres, wey. Like, you asking for too much, bro. Like, it's already a sacrifice. Do you remember leading into 2020, you guys were planning to, like, live there all summer? Yeah. We literally had this plan because my wife had lined up. All my so all my California tour dates for the summer. It's like you're hitting the entire West Coast. You're everything from San Jose to like you know Oxnard and in between San Diego, everywhere. And we did one month. We did it that way one month in um 2019. Was that 2019? Mm-hmm. And dude, 
I was in acting classes. We were super busy. We didn't have time for shit. Uh, Mickey was in like, she was going to dance classes. She even did an acting class. Poor Mighty Soul, she had no help. You know, she had me, Mickey, and the baby, and like nothing for her. Like the only thing for her was like, I guess I'm going to go to the coffee shop with the stroller while you're living your best life, yeah. kicking it with Be Real. You know, I was, dude, I look at my, um, my calendar from, from, that, from that month. It was like the month of June. It, it'd be like inter- interview with Big Boy, acting class, you know, rehearsal, uh, interview with Be Real, acting class, comedy show, you know, drive to San Diego with the fam, do a whole weekend worth of shows, uh, back to acting class, podcast with somebody you dean del rey right you know go stop at the comedy store you're doing a spot you know, over here like networking like the momentum was great but then 2020 happened and we had that same plan where we're like that was such a success that this time we're gonna bring the nanny that way my wife can network you know she can learn some of the agent type of lingo some of the manager type of stuff and we can network more attend events do more stuff more stuff with the kids and uh no you know uh wuhan had a different plan (laughs) fauci and the wuhan institute of virology (laughs) had different plans (laughs) it's like we it's like you jumped into like a machine and you went into like an alternative universe just an alternate universe right just from what you described you're living a completely different life now all right. Yeah. You're out of the closet. The Trump closet. Yeah. You're out of the, out closet. the Trump closet. We have to specify closet. Not that, no, which closet? Yeah, Not that there's anything wrong with that. It's all good. You know. But, but the uh, Trump closet is arguably the hardest closet. Yeah, I was going to say that might be more dangerous. <laughs> like, real shit, dude. Uh, I don't want to, like, expose nobody, but let's just say hypothetically. Um, don't out to nobody. You know what I'm about to tell you. <laughs> um, hypothetically, let's just say my wife get her, her nails done by, let's just say, a certain gentleman who is out of the gay closet but still in the trump closet ah where it was easier for him to be you know publicly gay and all that but don't want to let nobody know that he's not really for biden harris because you know these days i want yeah you know what what about being completely out of the gay closet and then choosing to come out of the trump closet you know uh december 2020 after you know the election and the big lie is in full effect you know, the big steel and the big line. Yeah. Now you're a gay insurrectionist. <laughs> now you're a gay white domestic terrorist. Not to be confused with a gay erectionist. Ah, he incited an erection. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when they said that? Donald Trump incited an erection. Fuck. Was it was it Tubin that said that? The guy that was jerking off or no? I don't know, dude. But all this insurrection talk. Uh, RPT. Go <laughs> yeah, check that sorry, out. Yeah, Go check out that show. But, but yeah, man, shout out to the West Coast. Oh, I had In-N-Out Burger, bro. Late night after the show. I've never had in and out And there's like three of them now around here. <clears throat> Try it. Is it good? I mean, it good? I'm going to be very careful not to talk up anything. You know, I don't want to talk up anything because it just never fails. It's like, yeah, you know, like El Alfa. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> eh. You know, hmm. yeah. <laughs> well, you've steered me wrong with music, but you haven't steered me wrong with food. F- in and out is a is a is an acquired. Uh, it's like it's a divisive thing, you know. Because you, for example, when you have Cali people in Texas, well, if you start the whole Waterburger In and Out thing, yeah, and that's one of the real polarizing issues of our day, <laughs> more than jab anti jab. If you've never been, how do you? What do you order your first time in In and Out? So I remember the first time I had In and Out. That is the end of the teaser. All right, if you want the whole enchilada, the full shebang, 
That's strictly for the patrons. We're hitting y'all with more premium content. So head on over to patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales and get full access to all of the shows, all of the content, and all the premium exclusives. All right. See you there. Patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales. Sas.